January 4th, because we got delayed by New Year's Day. It is the Fanboy Planet Podcast. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of Fanboy Planet. With me, of course, is Lon Lopez. Hi, Derek. From moronlife.com and fanboyplanet.com. Hey, hey. Our sound engineer and commentator, Rick Brettschneider. Howdy. And store owner, Andy Mead. That's store owner of fanboyplanet.comics. Derek sounds a little tinty. A little high. A little tinny. You mean tinny? Yeah. Okay. A little tinty. I'm feeling a little green. All right, so uh, there we go. Just the horizontal. Uh, Give us the address and phone number for your store, Andy. 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105, Santa Clara, California, 95051. Um, Phone number is 408-985-7481. That's right. We're broadcasting live from FanboyPlanet.comics, the only store where I get my comics. Where Lon buys his comics. Nice. (laughs) There we go. You stealing my tagline now? I'm not. I'm just trying to. He's trying to find a new one because that last one he had. That's not true. We voted behind your back and said you suck, and I'm okay. Really? All right. Oh yeah. What's this? What's this? It's an insurrection. There was there was a secret vote behind your back. Uh, So let's begin with a strange little feature because I I don't. I want to make sure we have time for it, and that is, of course, we do have a guest commentary tonight from Adam. Adam's one-word yeah. review of Civil War number six. Come on up, Adam. Come on, Come on Adam. up. We want this really mic'd. Okay, so... So, of course, uh, we do need to give a little background. Is that on the West Coast, uh, the supplies of Civil War number six are extremely limited. 10% of normal. 10% of normal due to weather delays. Diamond tried to uh, kind of keep this a little hidden from us, and then, and then it has broken all over the Internet today. And Brian Hibbs of Comic Experience begged the uh, the online commentators to please not say anything about Civil War Number Six for the customers whom he doesn't love and could not uh, ration the copy. <laughs> is that down exactly to. what he said? That's not exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Because here, poor Andy is stuck with this right now, unable to choose the 16 customers and he loves best. Eleven. Eleven. And, I'm sorry. And with the wisdom of Solomon, he's giving it to no one. He's giving it to no one. That's right. He cannot choose the 11 customers he loves best. I actually gave it to two people. Oh! oh you liar. Not me. He's giving a page to the rest. To be, and <laughs> cut them in half. Cut them in half, indeed. So we don't get Civil War number 6 until next week. But we did have a, a, a copy for perusal here in the store tonight. And Adam... Read the book and has a one-word review. So please, Adam, offer your one word. Predictable. Okay, there we go. Very good. <laughs> so thank you. That's, that's gone been, a little revi- That's gone a little edited since the last time we saw. That's yes. the, well because that would have been a two-word review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go. That is Adam's one-word review. If you like that segment, we may bring it back for future <laughs> broadcasts. <laughs> can, can I have a corn dog? <laughs> Go answer the phone. <laughs> Go answer the phone. Go answer the phone. This could be Rick Brett Schneider's phone call challenge coming in right now. Could be. But uh, it, it's true. To some extent, it's the predictability with a series like this. All righty. It is indeed. It is indeed. The phone call challenge has come in. Okay. We 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 uh, we held out a challenge. Okay. Last week to see if we could get to see if we can get a live phone call during during it, and this one's coming in. Uh, Find out so, who it is. So who do we have on the phone? Who do we have on the phone? <laughs> Man, I'm not here. I, you have to really speak up. Oh, you can't. You, okay, let's try one more time. Michelle? It's Michelle, live from Tokyo. Okay, try it one more time. Okay, I'm gonna. I, 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 we are we are flying by the seat of our pants here. I'm gonna do something extreme and Michelle. Yes. There we go. We can uh, hear. We can hear Michelle. I can hear off your Michelle. headphones. 
Can you hear us? And you're calling from where? Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo, Japan. We've gone international. Tokyo, Japan. We are indeed international. I'm going to stand back. What? What color are you? No, you're the first caller. You're absolutely the first caller today and the first caller ever. And in fact, you were the first caller yesterday. Even if he wasn't the first caller today, he'd still win first caller award for being in Japan. Yeah. Say that again. That's very fun for us. Maybe he hasn't mentioned help lately yet. He will. <laughs> what did you say, Adam? Okay, everybody else in the store has to stay quiet. <laughs> Sorry. It was a Michelle moment. It was a Michelle moment, absolutely. Well, this so, do you have any commentary on comics that you would like to offer up? Any commentary? Any questions you have you would like answered on this podcast? Is is what? Indiana Jones four. Okay. Uh, Michelle was asking about the announcement of Indiana Jones four. Right, with with the 60-year-old Harrison Ford. Hollywood Reporter broke the story last week that, indeed, they are uh, beginning filming in, I think it's the... June, I heard. June of, so second quarter of 2007 uh, for the long-promised Indiana Jones 4. And I've got to say, Michelle, I'm going to believe it when I see it because I think this is the fourth time they've said they have the script or what he's happy with. So, yes. So, I'm... It's been claimed to be a done deal several times, so we'll see. The other thing is, of course, that Harrison Ford is indeed older than Sean Connery was when Sean Connery played his father. Yeah. Uh, other than you, Connery. Could be very interesting. And it's, uh, it's Indiana Jones and The Last Depends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Michelle, you've done it, but we got to turn this microphone down or it's going to kill us. So thanks for calling in. We miss you. Someday come back. Wait. Can you tell us anything about the super... I can't let you guys take I am a really big hero, Rock. I don't know if you... We do think heroes rocks. The other question I have, can you let slip... Can you let slip, Michelle, that you said you will be appearing at conventions this year? Can you tell us why? Yeah. Um, there's, there's one other I don't have yet. Hand. Not yet, okay. Uh, I will be able to uh, make the announcement maybe in May. So you're definitely not going to make WonderCon, but you will make Comic-Con appearing with some company. All righty, cool. All right, man. Good night. I know it's it's way too late for you right now. We'll have to have you back again. Lunchtime? Lunchtime? They're going to give you jello and then a sedative. Which, if I had only thought of that years ago, it would have been so much easier to control you. All right. We'll have you back again. We've got the equipment working a little bit better. I know what we can do to make it uh, that much better. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Remember to use your powers only for good. Okay. Turn this down. You betcha. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward technically, but you know we got to go for it. Uh, <laughs> I'll be able to clean it a little bit up in it. Did it work Michelle the front? Or? Yeah, it did. You were right. It did. It did. Michelle actually was is a member of the 501st Legion as well and was scheduled to uh, march in the Rose Parade. This week, but uh, unfortunately, he has been hospitalized for an illness and was not allowed to represent. Though he was calling from Tokyo, he would have actually represented the Saudi Arabian outpost of the 501st 
battalion. I would love it that if we ever do, you know, get attacked by aliens, we could call in the 501st to just scare the crap out of them. Like, whoa. Or maybe they would just laugh so hard that (laughs) (laughs) they could no longer hold their weapons. But if we were really strapped for, like, men, do you think, like, the president could make an executive order to... I don't know, deputize the 501st well, and give them... Well, I wasn't going to say anything, Lon, but I've received word that he is. They're going into Iraq next week. Excellent. So, <laughs> part of the, the troop build-up. Sending in the stormtroopers. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> He's all, we are looking for more troops. Yeah, but you know, uh, there were quite a few of those guys who couldn't do the whole route. All right, they there you go. I know, enough I know. To, uh, But anyway, speaking of civil wars, let's go back to Marvel. And talk about uh, follow up on. <laughs> I no, I want to. I want to. I want to say I am just personally amazed that we we issued a challenge last week, and not only did we get a call this week, but we got a call from Tokyo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the fact that it was somebody we already knew, you but know, still it's but nice. Still, it, it 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 warms the heart, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I was going to say uh, that the thing with with the uh, as as Adam called Civil War predictable is this is definitely another one of those kind of filler issues. I'm not going to say anything about what actually happens, but uh, Andy, when he handed it to me, asked, did you read House of M number six? And I said, yeah. And he said, where people just kind of gather? Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of that. And it's been happening a lot with Marvel. Uh, to some extent, I, I shouldn't even say to some extent DC, but Marvel's done these kind of like issues that are sort of killing time because they announced that the story was going to take a certain amount of time. And... Because of- Marvel's selling the event and not the story. That's the biggest problem. There's not... They're 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 selling the hype. They're selling the the spectacle and everything else. And you, then when it comes down to it, do you think maybe in the trade paperback, if you read it all at once, will it feel more like oh, that was very novelistically nuanced, and they took some moments for quiet character? You know, I can't say without reading it, but I'm going to say no because as I'm reading it now, the stuff doesn't really reference. Be- yeah, to, the, to the, compare the, the compare back report. to an earlier seven issue event, not House of M, which did feel like it was too long. But Identity Crisis, I never felt that there was an no, issue of Identity no. Crisis where I didn't want to go, oh, crap, what happened there? What's going to happen next? Whereas this was just like, okay, when's something going to happen? It's like an event that's occurring, but not every day, not for everybody. Yeah. It's kind of dragging on. Yeah. It, so, it, and the and the real, the good parts could be done in five issues. Yeah. Four. Yeah. But so I will they, say the art, you know, it, as much as it's been delayed... The art's still gorgeous. I mean, it's so. I mean, that's you got to take the good with the bad. Steve McNiven is doing a fantastic job on it. We got to give. Wasn't he a James Bond at one point, or Steve McNiven? Steve McNiven, or uh, that was his uncle, Dave McNiven. Dave, the original David McNiven. McNiven was in the original Casino Royale with Woody Allen. Ah, okay. Woody O. Allen, actually. Double O. Allen. Double O. Allen. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that's it. We the world is being ruled by duplicates under my control. <laughs> there we go. Maybe the true genius of the Bond family is right here in this room. So uh, <laughs> we're still coming up with this West Coast, uh, this West Coast delay. So are you telling me there's another East Coast West Coast feud going there on? There is an is East Coast West me? Coast feud, and East Coast reviewers have already printed their comments on Civil War Number Six. And I'm afraid we're going to take them out. But there we go. Uh, Civil War. It. There we go. Civil East versus has West sparked another this time. civil yeah. war. The pole shift. Okay, so there we go. We uh, we we can talk about that and get annoyed, but let us move on to other other possible uh, annoyances. Things. Annoyances. Yes. Uh, no, there's some really good stuff uh, that uh, Rick pointed out to me today. That one of his childhood favorite books is returning thanks to Dynamite Entertainment, and we don't really pay attention to Dynamite, Dynamite Entertainment. The, the Scholastic uh, Kids uh, well, The J.J. Walker label. Oh, okay. The J- yeah, Jimmy Walker started this. this I prefer no, he Bananas, didn't. He but didn't. that was just me. So. But uh, they are a company that's building up, uh, I think at this point, strictly on licensed properties. They started with Red Sonja, uh, came back. They, they currently publish The Lone Ranger, which is excellent. Uh, they also publish Xena, I think, but not Hercules. Mm. I hear she's a warrior princess. She is a warrior That's princess. Awesome. She's a Cylon. She's a princess. I believe also they are publishing Battlestar Galactica. But they, but but none of that, none of that holds a candle not in Rick's all. heart to the time that young Rick Schneider saw a black and white magazine on the stands. With a big M on it. And it made him a man. And what magazine was that, Rick? That was Savage Tales. Savage Tales. And why oh. did you like it when you were 14? There was nudity in it. Okay, <laughs> oh. here we go. 
Mine was National Geographic, but that's different. That's Anyways. sad. I read that for the article. Oh, okay. Sadly, I really did, and people believe me on that. <laughs> but there you go. So Savage Tales Returns, which... Uh, did Conan actually originally appear in Savage Tales? I mean, yeah, I know Conan was, was in... Uh, it was Barry Windsor Smith artwork in the first couple of issues that later got reprinted in color in the magazine when they needed to fill stuff, but... Man, uh, just good, good all around pulpy stories, mm-hmm. and a little bit more mature than they could get away with under the comics code stuff. Right, and a so lot you more had, beheadings. Yeah, King Cole went a lot deeper into the Robert E. Howard library. What's, what's King Cole's relationship to Conan for somebody who? Who's He's done? in a millennia before Conan. A millennia? Yeah, there's, there's like, there's like. Uh, worlds collapse. You know, there, there, there are civilizations, and then there's like a fall of a civilization, and then an ice age. They're or not related, then, though, are they? No, no, they're not. Okay. Actually, Cole was uh, Cole was a prototype for Conan that uh, Howard did first, and he did a very few stories. Uh, and the fact that uh, the fact that Super Mario, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, special guest commentary from Super Mario, fantastic. So, the, but. Uh, uh, Cole, Cole had a different different take on it. Cole was the king of, of Atlantis, and he got that way by killing the prior king. And Conan later in in the storyline started progressed through, and later in life he was the king of not not Samaria. Samaria. It's, it's uh, no, yeah, I can't remember. The Arkansas, name. Yeah, Arkansas, the king of Arkansas, governor and, of California, and both of and, and well because because California. because for California. years. They have been trying to get a third Conan film off the ground called Years. The Iron Throne. I thought it was King Conan they were trying to it's do. Called the, Iron, the script is called The Iron Throne. Because that, the end of the first two movies... Sounds like a toilet, The Iron Throne. Uh, you just got your mind there. I'm sorry. It's a prison toilet and it's a stainless exactly. steel throne. Could you just let me finish? Oh, sorry. Point? Oh, Go for ahead. gosh sakes. <laughs> Andy, get him. All right, so... Unleash the hounds. And uh, it, but at the end of the two two kind of movies, they end with him as an old man on the throne and say that's another story. And so they were trying to wrap that up and pass to do a son of Conan. Kind of, there was a one time it was going to be Arnold and The Rock together, so The Rock would then be, would be Conan's son and can, can take over the which was a character Con in Con, the in the yes. stories. Mm-hmm. Con, no, wrong Con, wrong Con, spelled differently too. C O N. I heard yes. for a while they were actually talking about Triple H, the other wrestler. Becoming Conan for there was, there's been talk movie. about that as well. So both those you know both those ideas have floated around. Who knows what they're really going to do? There it, was a uh, King Cole movie with uh, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo, yeah. indeed. So that and Tia Carrera. At, at least if you you know, but honestly, cinematically, it's hard to tell the difference between the characters. Because I saw the King Cole movie, and it was basically yeah, it could have easily been Conan. I think even the Conan the Destroyer uh, script was originally intended to be a call. And then even you know, watch the Red Sonja. Arnold Schwarzenegger played exactly. a character who was Conan, Conan except maybe a little brighter. Maybe. 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 Which is what's wrong with Red Sonja when Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing the smartest character in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong. But that's that's a tale for another time. Well, that's what happens when you get Euro trash to star in your movie. So there you go. Wasn't he the smartest guy in the Martian one? The Martian one? The oh, you mean Total uh, Recall? Total Recall. Total Recall. Total Recall. He was the smartest guy in that I don't think he was the smartest guy in the universe. Ronnie Cox was the smartest guy in that movie. He's clearly not smarter than Ray Palmer. <laughs> clearly not. So, Andy has a new obsession. Excellent. There we go. So, anything you care to add about the, the return? What do you know about the return that is exciting you, Rick? Well, they, I've, they've, of course, they've got Sonya, and they said they're going to do Cole stories, but one of the ones that breaks out of the Robert E. Howard story, although Howard wrote some stories in the mythos, is they're doing a... Cthulhu and the Elder Gods, and it's actually uh, the, the thing I said saw said Cthulhu and the Elder Gods, like it's a, ro- a British rock band or something. But uh, it'd be nice if they actually did some of the Lovecraft uh, stories. Uh, Howard Howard was, or at least recorded a new single. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or solved a mystery during the first episode and then jammed the song. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cthulhu Rachel, on Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook will play oh, him in the movie. That'd be so. awesome. That'd be so this is being produced or published by who? Who is it coming out with? Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite's putting it out. Back to the beginning. Interesting. So we go back to that circle. Yeah, see, you were so busy making the bad joke about it, you forgot. I was just using your joke, but that's okay. All right. Anyways. <gasps> oh, oh, on air slam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to give you credit. No. <laughs> no. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, there was a disturbing, uh, disturbing image on the web today. 
and, which is, of course, the internet is full of disturbing images. But on Newsarama, which, by the way, gave a very nice review to Tony Loco this week, and thank you, Rick Brett Schneider, for pointing that out to me. And they, on Newsarama, they, Joe Casada leaked an image what, for what I believe will be uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 538. Uh, 537 came out today in yeah, most parts of the country. Uh, and uh, 538 is an image of Aunt May and Mary Jane standing in a window in the crosshairs of a, of a, sniper? a sniper. I think it's a camera lens. You think it's a camera lens? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it pretty to think so? Yeah. <laughs> and, and they take their picture. It's a close-up of Mary Jane's hip. Well, she is a supermodel. So maybe it's paparazzi. Yeah. We'd like to believe that, and yet I fear from comments that Joe Casada has made, and they said that the Peter Parker marriage will be resolved, and they've been taunting this. <laughs> it's resolved. Resolved. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know if it really. So what was so disturbing about? Well, this they're, they're getting, it looks like they're getting ready to kill Mary Jane. And or Aunt May. And maybe they're making you think. Maybe. Maybe they're messing with her heads, but Joe Casada has said he didn't like the marriage. And yet, I, I gotta say, as we've as we've danced around you know, last week with the joke about the Hulk getting married, which by the way, uh I just to to say Planet Hulk, the latest issue one oh two, is excellent, fantastic. Andy and I both agreed, and I put this in review, that Greg Pack if this was the last issue of Hulk you ever saw, you'd be happy because it, it's like that's a good resolution for the the entire saga of the Hulk, and yet you know, well, I still want more, but it would be like we could stop there. I'd be happy for the Hulk if I didn't want to keep reading Hulk. You know, does Hulk yeah. start a daddy daycare? Or he something? does. Okay. It's really weird. Eddie Murphy will be playing him in the film. Excellent! As well. I can't wait to and, see that. Uh, yes, because he plays many characters, so he could probably <clears throat> he could yeah. probably do it. Hulk, Hulk to the clumps. Another Hulk <laughs> mutation. Yeah. Hulk, his parents, he plays his grandma. Hercules, exactly. Hercules, Hulkulies. Uh, so, oh, oh this needs to be a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as we, we just, there, there you go. We, Andy was concerned if Hulk were to get married, which is apparently happening in the future. Hulk's going to get married, and we said, you know, how, he's going to be happy. No, there's plenty of conflict in marriage. Joe Gazzotta claims that the Peter Parker Mary Jane marriage is a mistake, and he doesn't like it. And he wants Mary Jane for himself. Hey, Joe Gazzotta, you know, maybe, maybe. Uh, well, let's just look at all the clues. I mean, what's being hyped right now in the magazines? The back and black mm-hmm. saga. When when do you ever wear black? It's usually in mornings. It's, right. it's, it's slimming color. It's slimming. That's true. It's, it's slimming. I hear Spidey going has clubbing, been putting on weight. When so. you're clubbing, yes. That's true. So. Yes. But, uh, so I mean, it's we're leaning towards a death of something. Of somebody. I don't know. Everyone rush out and get Amazing Spider-Man this week. That's what we were just talking that's what, yes, about. Yes, that's what we were segueing into. That it's. Have you read Amazing Spider-Man this no, week? No, I have no. not. Well, then... Then I'm just saying, go out. You know, okay, you can't really have this conversation until you read the. I mean, may I? May I finish the podcast first? No, okay. we were having the conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. without having read it. Yeah, yeah. Well, with the Oscars. Please, we talk out of ignorance all the time. We are we are pundits. We don't have to know anything. We are fanboys. We are fanboys. We. Thank you, heroes. We are world. fanboy pundits. Okay. Indeed, there seems to be significant uh, movement towards that issue mm-hmm. in this month's. And you did not actually get the image that I sent you today because you probably haven't had a chance to check your email. I have not. They leaked it. They licked. They leaked the next cover. They licked it. They licked the next cover, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's Mary Jane and Aunt May in the crossfire of yeah. crosshairs. Crosshairs of, of a sniper. sniper. So that's eerily similar no. to one of the pages in the Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. No. What I want wow. Eerily similar. Besides the Punisher, as if it were planned. That can't be. It can't well, considering, be a coincidence. Considering that it's going to be uh, part seven of six. Part seven of six. All right. It's it's and it, a trilogy it, it rapidly growing way out of control. Fourth episode. Yeah. Fourth. <laughs> so Lon's gone to go get a made spider. Yeah, he can't. He can't stand any longer. So there we go. Well, while Lon reads that, we'll move on to the topics he'd rather talk about. Saying such as, of course... Uh, you well, I just had to look at the image because the email you sent, it didn't have it. it didn't oh, it didn't? I'm sorry. I just saw a big black bar. Oh, so I was I'm like, sorry. what does this mean? Uh, Mary Jane was nude. Dang it! Sorry, go ahead. So, yay. There we go. Uh, yay. <laughs> what can you say, but okay. And 
Uh, we were talking, this last week we ran on Fanboy Planet. Marvel put it out, of course, the trailer for uh, Astonishing X-Men, Unstoppable. A couple of weeks ago they released a Dark Tower trailer. There have been others in the past. We've had many companies starting to jump on the bandwagon for, for that, and that's becoming a new promotional tool. I watched the, uh, ironically, I put it up and didn't ever watch it, and when you emailed me, you didn't ever watch me, it. I didn't ever watch it, and then today I did. You said you didn't ever watch it. No. Just right on your forehead. Shut up. Uh, bad grammar. Bad, bad Mr. McCaw. Sorry. He's bad, bad Mr. McCaw. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Leroy Brown, anyone? Please. please. Jim Croce? Yeah, exactly. this conversation four more times. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I watched that uh, trailer today, and I, I wasn't the quite unstoppable sure. One? The unstoppable one. Yeah. I watched the Dark Tower one immediately because... I wanted to see what they did that was interesting with it, if maybe there was an interview with Stephen King on it or something. And pretty much what they, what they are is basically pans over artwork, and they're using some depth and putting cool music and narration. But what The Dark Tower one was so much better produced than the Unstoppable one. I mean, and the, they, ten, they try and imply motion in the still image by panning or zooming in on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I noticed is in the in the X-Men one is they've got like strands of hair introduced into I did the, see that, yes. that they move around and it's like I'm so intense but I can't control my hair which is moving but I am frozen otherwise. So I think the <coughs> No, never mind. So what's what's the what's the top what's the topic of discussion on these things? Is, it, is there a point to these trailers anymore? I mean, does it affect it? I mean, why do why do motion picture style trailers for static comic images? I think personally, it doesn't do anything for me, but I think it's an effective marketing tool because uh, if you can get any, first of all, kids are on the net all the time. Yeah. If you can get some kind of catchy little trailer type thing, and everybody everybody loves movie trailers. We all, you know, okay. Well, when we go to the theater, you know, we all love to sit and watch the tra- the trailer. So if you can create, you know, it's like I said earlier, Marvel likes to sell the event, and if they can create an event out of it by creating a trailer, oh, this thing's coming, and look how exciting it looks. And it's to us, it's not as impressive because you know we've seen. You know, much better things. But I'm thinking it's geared towards a younger kind of audience. Well, to, to I'm not, not disagreeing with you at all. I, but I think that one of the things I'm, we're seeing is the the number that are coming out and the quality shift towards. Okay, we can do this. We we do a, another flash trailer, and it, they they just start doing you know pans and stuff. And the Dark Tower one is well produced has sure. great voiceover and music mm-hmm. and multiple layers so they'll be moving the forward image at, at one speed and the back image at another to give you another but also third too, dimension also remember though too dark tower i mean granted it's got the stephen king audience and stuff too but you, as a comic book you know x-men i didn't see the the unstoppable one but but you know x-men has already its built-in audience so it's right. already people are already going to get those the dark tower one that one's maybe a little more produced because you've got to sell it to more people to have them come into the comic shop maybe and which, you know you say if you say jo- uh, as big a fan as i am of joss is uh, you say his name or you say stephen king more people know stephen king sure, sure see i i i have a problem with them because i think this is both marvel's and dc's mistake they're trying to market to get other people that don't read comic books to read the comic books but I don't think, I don't think kids on the internet are going to see that trailer and come in and buy my 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 books. I think the people that are the most people that are influenced by those things are the people who have already reading comic books. Sure, but if it gets them talking about it and it gets them to tell, you know, maybe they're maybe they're buying only their certain books, and then if it makes them expand and start buying more books, I mean, it's I think it's you know it's a marketing tool. I think it's and with our in the techno, technological age that we're in. You know, it's just the next step. It's well, see, the next yeah. I think in the case of the Unstoppable video, it is done like a movie. You know, Jaws, Whedon from yeah. Buffy. The, it, I think it even begins with Buffy comes up first. Right. Does it start with the, like angelic opera music, like the ha he ho ha? It's yeah. not that. It's not oh, okay. that uh, histrionic. But okay. the thing that, is, that's with twice Lon is sung now. I, let uh, there I'm not a be a third time. Oh, okay. Let, let it not be thrice. Oh, please. <laughs> Hellblazer! <laughs> Kill me now! Anyway. I did it three times. For the Joss Whedon <laughs> one, I mean, maybe 
it is convenient to suddenly put it on the multitude of Joss Whedon fan sites. Yes. Although it's hard for me to imagine that any Joss Whedon fan doesn't, doesn't know, already know about that, it, that he's writing uh, Astonishing X. Like I said, I think it's just a, a symbol of, an, of a greater problem, that w- these marketing things that they're trying. I, you know, I could go on and on about this horrible, horrible e-music promotion that Marvel has done. Let us go on about that. That's an interesting question. Hmm. E-music? Yes, oh, there you go. He brought this up. He has had, do you have a couple of cases that he's sitting around? I, I think they ended up just getting tossed. I don't know if we didn't toss the last two that came e-music out. E-music is, a rel- I, I think, a relatively new uh, service, I mean, I, oh, and it's which is based on an old service, obviously, the ability to download MP3s of your favorite the, songs. The kids downloaded the music. Right. The kids downloaded the music. That's, that's what they do these days. Yeah, I, 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 I actually signed up. I used my, my, my Hulk card to eMusic. Okay. I, I hear they do it I on the MySpace. <laughs> they do it on the MySpace. I signed up. I says, you know what? What song do I really want? You know what? I'd love to get Janis Joplin's Me and Bobby McGee. Nope, they didn't have it. So well, how about some Deep Purple from uh, their their first album after they came back? No, they didn't have they didn't have anything I was looking for. I was so looking they had for no Sousa marching music. <laughs> <and> they <didn't laughs> had nothing from the no. I'm just saying. Era. I was going for Dude. the Andrews Sisters and Bing Crosby singing "Accentuate the Positive." Well, I, then I thought, well, what about Johnny Cash's last album? Because there was some stuff on there that I might get. American music, yeah. Yeah, and I, no, they didn't have any of that. So what do they seem to have? That you anything you recognize? A lot of Fallout well, Boy. They, they had Tom Waits' new triple album, and I downloaded with my 35. Songs I downloaded as many Tom Waits songs as I could, and then cancel my my thing. Okay. Um, because it, like I said, they just, they just. But that's off the topic. What I'm, they put out this this marketing try to try and get new people. I mean, I got a, I got an email from the president of Marvel saying, "Hey, I know a lot of you are complaining about having to pay for the freight for these because they charge us freight for the stuff we didn't ask for. We were able to get a freight credit, but nobody cared." I, I couldn't give those. So you're saying away. how they're, did that help in, sell comics? And they're yeah. in the middle of yeah. every Marvel book. Every this single as well. Marvel book. And you know what? That you know the thing is, 25 free downloads or 35. Think, I think, don't think that's a see, Marvel thing. I, I think, think that's they're getting the paid. No, no, it's a Mar- Marvel. I, I don't know if I still have the email, but the Marvel president, president of Marvel Comics, sent me an email justifying why they were doing this. And the thing is, it's not going to get more people into my store. You know, it's not going to get more people buying Marvel Comics. Okay, turn it around. What would you have them do to market comics better? How, how are you going to get somebody into this store? Besides the sign. <laughs> but <laughs> the hidden, we're like the Shangri-La of comic books. Hey, the only people that don't... Bring a doom. We only appear once every hundred years here. And don't get locked in after midnight. <laughs> the only people in this store deserve to be in here. Uh, the hell. Curse. <laughs> <laughs> the people who can't find us don't deserve it. Okay, but no. Uh, <laughs> no, you know the thing is no. Here's the thing. I don't know, and I don't know if there is an answer. But see, okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I don't mean this. But in I can any tell way. you what's not. This here. Go ahead. Just real quick. I got. I got a, a certain amount of overhead I have to pay for. Okay, one of those things is like shipping. Um, anything that increases the weight of the books. Such as putting this this heavy cardboard insert in every single book, um, cost me extra money. That's a good insight. And I get no, I, I literally, I'm not going to get. Nobody's going to pick up the, this comic book somewhere else, like at a, at a Barnes and Nobles or something, and say, "Hey, you know, let's go to a comic book store instead." In fact, it's probably not going to be that book at the Barnes and Noble. I actually saw um, some Marvel books at Barnes and Noble today. Yeah, both yeah. Barnes and Noble and Borders are running racks. I checked that out this. They're week. almost like spinner racks. Yeah. yeah, almost. Uh, yeah. Okay, so then, so I don't mean this in a slight at all, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but at the same time, so we hear Andy's complaints too. But is Andy necessarily the demographic they're shooting for? You know what I'm saying? Is if so, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm clearly not the demographic for e-music. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying because right now the kids. You know, in that sure, but, the, uh, but I think the point they, that Andy's making is if you put those things in a Marvel book, or you or you give these because they were also shipped separately in a yeah. little box, little cards, like if little you, credit if cards. If you have these little credit cards at a comic book store, someone who's already going to that comic book store is going to get that. That benefits eMusic. It doesn't. That was my point. It doesn't really benefit Marvel. And so the question that comes back or the over store to, owner. Uh, to the store or the sto- or the store owner, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the problems right. with the West Coast delay this week is. Yeah, you have that overhead, and you have that overhead on a weekly basis. And right. People don't really think about that. So if, say, a huge section of Marvel, 
which, by the way, has the market share, sells more books than any other publisher. If a huge chunk of their books does not arrive at your store this week, that's a huge chunk of your revenue, therefore a huge chunk of your overhead. You're going to have trouble paying. Right, I, I am and per- all those kids head for the East Coast to buy the comics. Well, no, seriously, Rick, I'm predicting at least a 15% hit in my Civil War sales. Really? Yeah. Because people will go elsewhere or they will find them in the No, they're not going to find them anywhere in California. Everybody's got, you know, like I said, they got the 10%. But the thing is, they read it online what happened. There's, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, it's, it's you know, it's not going to be significant. It's not fresh anymore. But it's going to be not. I'd say 6 to 10 books. Let's say I ordered 60 Civil War. No. Say I say 6 to 10 books. I don't sell. Mhm. You know, um and it's a little domino effect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I just think though that with the back to the case of the whole e-cards thing or whatever, I think that's more of a promotional thing for, like you said, e-music. E-music paid Marvel a whole bunch of money. Sure. Uh, you know what? I will see books. if I can dig up that email. If but I, I see what he's saying is that Marvel emailed, not just had it in the books, but send those separately, and they have like the Hulk. I mean, it's like when we saw Tenacious D. Uh, no, you didn't go with me to that screening, but they had passed out. They had Tenacious D cards of exa- for well, they did it with like well. Snakes in the Plane for uh, at Comic Con. It's just. It's a cross-promotional thing, cross-promotional trying to get, thing. To get people to use the card to get their music. So, Andy, the question is... And it's is, got the poster yeah. on it, you know. What would you do to get new readers into the store? Now, Marvel's got the, the Dabble Brothers, the uh, Anita Blake Vampire Hunter, which has clearly brought people in to buy Anita Blake well, Vampire here, Hunter. Let, let, let's, let's, let's sort this out. Let, let's reverse it. What if... I, I got these cards for eMusic to get you 35 free downloads. You go up, you use the card... You you sign up, you get a new account at eMusic or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get and then you hit a, get a hit a crack. No, you get something. You get like <laughs> you, you come in with you know Marvel can ship me some. You know, like the free comic book day books. I mean, I, I have to pay for those, but I pay for it at an extreme discounted rate. Mm-hmm. One day Marvel send me something and say, hey, you know what? You get a new account of, of music. You come in, you get you get a free comic book or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Okay. I mean, it's just something that would get somebody that normally wouldn't come into the store into the store. Now, yeah. do these cards have like? Advertisements on them. What do they have? I haven't seen. The, it. One had the Hulk, Planet Hulk. One had the Unstoppable X Men thing. So essentially, then what they're doing is they're advertising their books on these cards. So when these kids take these cards with them, yeah, essentially it, they're carrying at they're carrying flyers with them. right? Yeah, except for one thing. To, in order to sign up for the eMusic account to get your thirty five free downloads, you have to have a credit card. You have to sign up for the service, right? And you have to cancel before before the fifteen days or something like that. Right, right. And so. Yeah, it's like iTunes, kind of though. Yeah, iTunes is the same. Well, way. no, know, iTunes isn't that way. Unless I mean, iTunes is you purchase an item. Yeah, yeah a lot of kids don't you have to, to set up an account though. You have to have a. A lot of kids don't have the credit cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got the cash. Right, right. Well, so let's table this one for another. You know, think I'll, about it. I will see if I can dig up that email from uh, from the president of Marvel because. He's clearly responding to complaints from other retailers. I didn't complain. But you got your shipping charges reversed, right? I did get my shipping charges reversed on that. Um, but he, he, it's like the guy was like, he wrote this letter saying, hey, look it, you guys clearly don't understand the brilliance of our plan. And here's why it's brilliant, and here's why you should embrace it. And um, Those weird words sound eerily familiar. Yeah. I don't know what they're reminding yeah. me of. No, it, it, that, you know what? That's the, whole, that's the whole mentality of everybody that over at Marvel. You guys are too True. dumb to understand. And Civil that has War. always been well, and that's the thing that Bill Jamis years ago that said, and what what is rumored isn't he the guy that wrote Marvel? Marvel, yes, oh lord. Uh, but great, uh, great covers though. They did. Yeah, they were good, they were good covers. Your but reference a, sent me back to uh, it was Greg Horn. Yeah. Uh, horrible, horrible book. It was a horrible, horrible book. But and then his pretentious <laughs> article in the back of the trade. You ever read that? And that was actually. I think that was actually the last issue of the book. Was the pretentious article. Was it? Really? It, was, it was published yeah. separately. It yeah. was published as a separate issue of the book. Oh, did someone hit him? I don't. Well, you notice he's he's not there anymore. And one of the reasons that it is rumored, I can't speak to this as absolute fact, but one of the reasons that Bill Jam is is rumored to no longer be at Marvel is that enough retailers complained to Avi Arad, and Avi called up Ike Perlmutter, who is the actual owner of Marvel Comics, and Joe Casada, and said, "Bill's got to get out." Because he's he's ticking too many people off, yeah, okay. and part of what he was ticking people off was exactly that attitude that you don't you retailers do not. I think at one point he even said that retailers were simply if retailers didn't understand the brilliance of what Marvel was doing, they were mentally deficient. Ooh. Basically, called store owners re- retarded people. And well, I do have ADD. There you go. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> 
You're not helping my cause here, I read at a fourth grade level, so... Sure. That's... Sure. I guess. Okay. But that's why we've got you a stool. Thank you. No, see, it's a... It's thank a, you. You know, it's a greater it's a greater problem in the industry in and of itself. We face... I mean, literally, we face... Everybody that's shopping here, the, the average age is getting older and older every year. Um, we don't see a lot of... I was so... I was overjoyed today. A lady called up. She wanted to know where I was. She goes, I've got a six-year-old boy, and apparently comics is his thing. Nice. And I, she goes, do you have any comics it's for kids? It's kind of like that movie, Children of <laughs> Men. Children of Men. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking exactly the same thing. Comics of Men. <laughs> and, I, I, and, and I said, I said, I said, you know, I, I, I was, I was happy. She I said, has hey, a six-year-old here's, boy. And here's one. Him. Here's one to replace the guy that had a, a, a the, what do you have, a stroke and couldn't read anymore, so he stopped buying books. You know, it's horrible. I know. <laughs> I can't think of a worse thing to have happen than not be able to read. Yeah. But yeah, he had a stroke. He can't read anymore. So why buy comic books? And there was the guy that Hire had the coronary, reader. the guy that had the the heart attack the year before who died. I haven't got anybody to replace him yet. <laughs> well, this adds a little more mercenary. Like, and when that six year old comes in, in, you treat him like a prince. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know what? Whenever I do get kids that come in here with their parents, I go. I mean, I, I'll give kids books for free. I say here. I, I got parents that come in. They don't. They're buying books for themselves, and they don't bother to get their kids something. I would generally pass them for something. There you go. Yeah. Free comic day books. You got a stack of those, don't you? Sure. And yeah, dude, I got a stack of these kids' books, man. There kids you go. So. There you go. There, there you, go. you go. Although there's a debate on whether Gumby's actually for kids or not. Nope. I haven't read that revived Gumby yeah, yet. Yeah, it's written by Bob Burton. There's a couple of. Uh, there's one part where they're robbing a liquor store. Um, not Gumby. Not Gumby. Not Gumby. Not Gumby. The bad guys. Well, but, you know, it, the promotional poster for that was Gumby on the on the ledge. You know, angry. The angry right, Gumby right. thing. Uh, you know, we have that up in our office at at, uh, at school, where it says, "You know, Gumby." After a week of working here, and <laughs> the norm- the normally kind, uh, pleasant natured Gumby. Uh, so, yeah, interesting discussion. Interesting indeed. I'll thought, find I'll find the thought email. provoking. It, it's got to happen eventually. A thought must be provoked here, and so good for those of you who are uh, who stay, stayed with us this long and are unhappy about this thought provoking. Let's go back to fanish stuff and say, hey, Lon's excited because there's rumor that there's going to be a Battlestar Galactica direct to DVD. Hooray! No, I, I, I'm out. I, it's rumored. Although here's my problem: it was rumored. I, uh, this was reported, I think, on G4. Uh, but it was rumored that... They're dead to me. Go yes, ahead. it was rumored that the movie will be direct-to-video since the video sales were so good for the for the uh, the series. But it also said something how the, the movie is not going to affect the show's continuity or, or the, the show's story arc. So oh. I'm trying to figure out how they're going to do a That's separate a movie a yeah. with that. Then, so. and, and why bother? Right, if Who you're cares? not going to progress the story. If, if, it doesn't, if it doesn't affect the, the story in any way, why even bother? Oh, right. no, you can tell stories. You can tell side stories. They did that with Babylon 5 lots. Yeah, and, and they're planning to again. Yeah. With uh, Babylon 5? Yeah. There will be three direct-to-DVD Babylon 5 I movies. like Babylon 5. But there, there are problems. <laughs> Who cares? No, yeah. no. <laughs> There are problems because of, because, of course, two major cast members so, yeah, yeah. from Babylon 5 have, have passed away. Yeah. yeah. Who? So uh, it's just going to be Babylon two, what or three? Jakar, the Jakar's uh, dead. Yeah, yeah, he died a couple oh, years like ago. Andreas, Doctor uh, Franklin, Jakar, Noir, uh, Andreas Katsalas was his right. name. Yes, yeah. Who cares about the doctor, Doctor Franklin? Uh, he was a nice guy. Apparently, a lot of people like, and he yeah. died way too young. He was like forty, which yeah. scares me. He, he used to be on uh, Days of Our Lives, I believe. Maybe, maybe that's unfortunate. Revealed that you knew that. <laughs> you know, you, you want to know a funny thing about Babylon Five? You remember the one? Did you see all the Babylon Fives? Nope. Yes. You know how evil um, his wife was at the end when she was taken over by the shadows? There's that one picture of her red hair, like almost Phoenix-like. Yeah. Um, See, that's my memory of Melissa Gilbert. My wife is like continuously watching these Lifetime Channel shows with like Melissa Gilbert on it. All right. And it's like I can't walk in when she's watching this thing and not Not expect her to be totally evil. She's really (laughs) evil. Don't trust her. Yeah, even on the little she is still half pint. Well see, even on Little House of the Prairie, I know what she's gonna grow up to be. (laughs) (laughs) She'll eventually be on a space station. (laughs) And okay. Uh, so there we go. I oh man. But getting back to the uh, directed disc that that story doesn't wash for me because why not broadcast it, get the commercial revenue for it, and then put out the DVDs? Yeah. Because which they may well do. They're going to buy them anyway. The people who watch well the show do buy they it. Follow anyway. the Cartoon Network uh, model, which is you know that uh, Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo 
which is kind of the swan song for the animated Teen Titans, will be coming out next month, I think, mm-hmm. from Warner Brothers on home video. But it was broadcast back in September. Uh, the Hellboy animated film, Sword of Storms, is coming right. out in March, I think. Uh, I have a way long delay. And I don't see like Cartoon Network is falling all over themselves to repeat it either. So I don't know why the delay... But maybe it's supposed to where they did uh, almost a day-and-date thing where they broadcast Superman Brainiac attacks and then release the DVD really quickly before work could get out that it sucked. So Well, I just think that from what I've been hearing around, really around, the, enjoy Hellboy. around the streets is uh, direct-to-video stuff is so cheap to produce, but it makes tons of money. So maybe it's a possible way where if they do it with a DVD, the production company gets the money instead of the channel. But it's only cheaper to make if they cut back on special effects. Well, they were saying how they're gonna they're going to utilize the use of the sets they already have yeah. and do everything like that. So, but it's the exterior shots. It's all the stuff they build in the computer to sure, show. Sure, but if them. they do, well, it's kind of like well, I don't know if you guys follow Family Guy, but Family Guy yep. did the Stewie Griffin movie, sent it direct to, to DVD, and then three and then, episodes, yeah. and then later just but showed that it. That was you know, they, there was a lot of stuff in that they couldn't show on TV. Sure, sure, but I'm just saying that the direct to DVD market is very big right now. Because a lot of people are buying that stuff, yeah. so you get a name brand. You well, know, and thing that's the whole franchise. shifting of entertainment. Well, entertainment, entertainment. No, no, not not not. Farscape any. was all broadcast and then came out on DVD. I know, but it, including you know, Peacekeeper Wars. See, I've always I've I've wondered about the the this. It seems to me that the media was sort of changing where they can do these direct to DVD stuff. So, like, I liked Farscape. Could they do a direct to DVD Farscape? What about Firefly? You Could know? if they had the money and the backing and, and the sets and, 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 the, you, people and the sets. And if you had the, I mean, this is the right. Farscape long, sets don't no longer exist. The long rumored thing that I thought you know, they brought them back for the no. They built new sets for Peacekeeper yeah. and, and then, then they tore them, tore down. them down. It's like what the, tra- the thing that happened to the Adam West Batman was that actually the Batman show was going to be picked up by a different network, but they had already begun trashing the Batcave. And so the, the he didn't fight them on that. <laughs> <coughs> Batman didn't stop it's them. It's my bat cave. You can't be in here. Um, no, he did not. I'm sorry. It was. I'd not. like to see Adam West star in The Dark Knight Returns. What do you think? Campy version. I think he's a little too old even for a campy version. <laughs> isn't that the <laughs> next? Uh, isn't the Dark Knight the next title for the next Batman movie? It oh, is that's indeed. right. Yeah. Well, Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah, not Dark Knight Returns. With Heath Ledger as the Joker. I think it's going to be good. All right. It's going to be good Batman. Moving on. It's, it's not. So, smells like I got. Batman. I failed to mention, by the way, there's an odd 2007 superhero revival coming our way. What? The, in the movies. And we. Re- I don't know if we've talked about this, and I think we need to. Hit me with your best shot, Derek. Underdog. Oh, Under, yes, Underdog will be hitting a no, lot. That's Super Chicken. Super Chicken. They, yeah, Sorry. Uh, but, but their theme songs are similar. They're, the theme songs are similar, and Underdog will be hitting cinemas this summer. No, but tell the, tell the kids at home Dog what of they're Light. doing with dog of, uh, Underdog. Speed of Lightning. They're doing a live-action dog. I said it was a live-action dog, yes. Voiced by Jason Lee. Oh, and terrible. Peter, Peter Dinklage as thank you there that was the right theme oh, Peter no. Dinklage as Simon Bar Sinister which is pro- which two great pieces of casting but I have no idea how the script reads or if it's no but be. like the poster shows like a dog in a shirt with his paws out and yes. he's just flying around and it looks terrible and I okay. used to love the underdog cartoon because yeah, underdog was totally anthropomorphic I think I'd rather have a <laughs> super chicken cartoon. Or, like, is Tennessee Tuxedo going to make an appearance in this one? You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) What about the woodchuck? The 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 gophers. (laughs) The gophers. The goofy uh, go-go gophers. The go-go gophers. They're politically incorrect. I know. Now you can't do them Because gopher Americans complain about (laughs) Secret squirrel and Moroccan mole. Moroccan mole. I love that. Uh, That's Santa Rivera. Squidly diddly. Squidly diddly. All from the Banana Split show. There you go. Oh, Banana Splits. Delicious. Can we do another half hour of just like <laughs> reminiscing <laughs> about shows that random that word association reasons why we don't need to take drugs? Mm. We had the banana splits. Exactly. Do you yeah. remember the Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher? La, la, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. La 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 la. <laughs> yes. And uh, more, more singing. There we go. Oh no! Oh. We've all joined in. So wait, Damn you, Lon Lopez! Join me, so wait, and we'll rule the galaxy. Last musically. The last. <laughs> Podcast. We were discussing whether or not I should buy Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Yes. Or Ultimate or Justice, or Justice, Justice, League. Justice, League. Ultimate Justice League, which is penultimate. So Justice I went with League. Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Good. Great. I just beat Arcade in the last there part. You go. Um, although I find my I'm, I'm a really really good Captain America. 
Uh, which team are you taking and what, what are your characters? Uh, you know, I got the starting team, except I swapped Thor out for the thing. Because yeah. I, I wanted yeah. some strength. Sure. But I'm... I'm Guess the Thor, he's a... I'm sorry, at the, at the Marvel Universe restaurant, well, you Universal know. Studios, Thor was a salad. <laughs> I tried. I tr- I he tried, was. He was wrong. I tried playing the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I tried playing the Fantastic Four. A little tough. And oh man, the clowns just ate them alive. Which is weird because if you get the Mr. Fantastic solo mission, you're in arcade. You're in Murder World. So, uh. and yes, I'm here to say the clowns. Eat you alive. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, um, and what was really annoying was I beat the Winter Soldier with Captain America. Yeah. And then forgot to save it and then had to go back and do it again. <laughs> Which hurt you, didn't it? It uh, hurt you. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I'm a really, when I'm playing now, I'm always Captain America controlling him, letting the other guys take care of themselves because I can work that shield. You got you to gotta switch off, though, because they go after the one that you're playing. I don't care. Oh, I'm, 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 I, I rock okay. with that shield, okay. dude. But I got to say, <laughs> ironically, I'm, I predict, I'm, I'm, I predict I'm learning that. to do that switch off thing because I'm playing Nicktoons Unite with my daughter, which is like Ultimate Alliance, but with SpongeBob, Danny Phantom. Uh, the things you do for your children. Are you a really good SpongeBob controller? I'm a really good SpongeBob. Uh, but I've learned to be SpongeBob. But switch over to Timmy Turner, who has the freeze ray, and Jimmy Neutron. Because my daughter is. <laughs> totally focused on I'm Danny Fader running around I'm like no the other powers need to be used here and quickly switching back and forth all around and I'm like wow now if I could just get an hour on the Playstation with my children asleep I could play Ultimate Alliance again and really rock at this but game they'll, they use their powers if you you know the, the computer is clearly better at working Spider-Man than I am um, but I can clearly work well alright but the, th- the, the one complaint I had is the voice work for the, the 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 transition scenes, I find most of the voice work really annoying. Hmm. Voice work, uh, honestly, I thought was kind of amateurish on this. Yeah, thing. I thought Doctor Doom's voice is horrible. Yeah, they, they, and it's not just because I auditioned, but I thought that the Namor they chose did not sound at all like Namor in my head. Yeah. And there were people on the audition because it does have the little you can watch. Did the you watch movie the video Andy? of people auditioning to be no. Namor and Phoenix? No. And there were people who auditioned for Namor that I thought sounded a lot more like Namor. You can watch that. You can. Yeah, yeah. It's on the they have. They, on it's the, in the special the cinematics. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. You go on the. Action. I can tell you, it did take me a long time to figure out how to beat that sea monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that was awesome! I, I figured out arcade like instantly, but I had a hard time with that sea monster. I'm running around. Yeah, it's, that's the one where you have to take out the it's doors. Just, it's and, just yeah, kind of time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, once again, we end on the video game because we we just love these games. It, it was a, you know, it's a good solid game. It's a great time to be a geek. Play Deadpool. You'll thank me. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have to, I've thanked him. I've enjoyed playing Deadpool. I like Deadpool. But I, I, the, the thing is, so so doesn't that compromise my super team? Yes. No, you can pick whoever you want. You, you get credit for having played the super team. You don't have to play it I mean, I, I, I named my whole super team. You've already compromised your super team, I think, by having the thing in there instead of No, no. I, na- I made my own super team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it does. Yes, you lose. You, yeah. Like, who's going to know? <laughs> Shh. Yeah, see, but I play it you differently. And I play and your late Xbox. at night. Every mission, I'll pick a new team just so I can... Well, see, you get bonus points for you, playing your sure. super team. You put in Ms. Marvel. You uh-huh. go to the classic outfit. Yeah. Which I did. Yes. Well, yeah, that's the thing, though. <laughs> you if, you don't, if you don't play the other characters, though, they don't level up, right? So you got to play you them. Know, and what kind of expository conversations are these people having with each other? They're so much better when you're Deadpool. Hello, Daryl. Hello, Daredevil. Hello, I'm Daredevil. I was blinded earlier. You know? I know, that's what I said. That is the problem. They have to educate right. you about who when each character is. Wait, you've unlocked Daredevil already? Oh, okay. Jerk. I only have two of his action figures. I know. Uh, dude, really? And you're that far in? You've missed them because I've got, I think I've got. I'm sure that I have. I've passed the game and I haven't got all five of but them. But you know, so. the thing yeah. is for me, and this is. So how much game do I got left? I'm at our, I just finished oh, you're, arcade. You're, 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 you've got a long you're way. You're only like a, a quarter in. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a very deep game, and it is much deeper than just League Heroes. I'll freely admit that. My disappointment is if I collect all five Daredevil action figures, a Daredevil action figure is not going to mis- you know, magically appear on my actual shelf, and th- that makes me bitterly Don't you get something? Disappointed. Uh-huh. You should. You must get something. Yes, yeah, so you, you get, get something in the game. Game. But it's not... I'm sorry. I do have this thing about 
the real world. I like to occasionally. So, so it. once I collect those three, if like I finish the game and I don't collect them all, and I go back and start over again, do I still got three, or do I got to collect them no, all? No, I five? think if you keep your stats, you'll still. Because I had only uh, yeah. four Black Panther figures. Nobody Black Panther I, figures, and I played the game again. So clearly, you've missed some. I have a couple of Black Panthers, <laughs> so but you can unlock Black oh, Panther so. and another ca- <laughs> another case for the video yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think all I've got is Doctor Strange. If we can expand this store, we can put a studio in, uh, in the back. Oh yeah, I got Blade. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. See, when I played the Pitfall, the thing was in Pitfall. Oh, yeah. But yeah. there are characters you unlock towards the end of the game, and you can go back the next time and play it and with those characters, characters already in your stable. Which is what Justice League Heroes does as well. But again, I, I got I got to hand it to Activision Ultimate Alliance. Much much deeper. As far as I can tell, it's not a contest. Nicktoons unite. Does not actually allow you to unlock any other secret characters. You can't unlock unlock Patrick from SpongeBob. Patrick is a character within is a non-player character. However, How about because Pete, Pete, Pete and Pete, because if you have if like you have Pete Pete. other Nickelodeon games on the memory card, you can unlock SpongeBob as Mermaid Man. Hmm. That's Mermaid scary. Man? Mermaid Man and Lagoon Boy. Uh, so, Interesting. Yeah. Mermaid Man or Mermaid. Merman? No, it's Mermaid Man. <laughs> it's Ernest Borgnine voices him on the show. It's Aquaman with a bra. And uh, it's a disturbing, <laughs> disturbing image. This is, this is wrong for children. It's, and Mermaid yet so Man? Right, and yet so right. It's, it's hilarious. But anyway, uh, so I, I recommend that. But I, there we go. The things you do for your kids. I, I personally have to run off and... I'm going to join Lon for, I think we're going to do some filming for moreonlife.com. Yes, we are. And uh, then I'm also going to check McDonald's. I'm on a hunt for Littlest Pet Shop Happy Meal toys for my daughter. The things you do for your children. I've also learned a lot about the Thomas the Tank Engine universe in the last couple of weeks. and It's good to be with you guys again and adults. Because you know, our geek stuff is so much better. I know. I'm trying to get to somebody's only two and a half. He, you know, he's playing with a little Wolverine. He'll get there, man. He will. Oh, Yes. And he'll have a great time. He will. Yeah, that poor and just child. wait till he gets to his teen years. And if I let him play with my stuff, well, he wants to be the dark side, and you want to be him to be a Jedi. Just wait for that argument. Oh, so. I saw that thing on MTV. <laughs> That's what I was referencing. Yeah, that, what a creepy ass family that was. <laughs> Okay, let's table that. You'll have to explain that one to me next week because I think we've we've mocked the Star Wars. People He's trying enough. to cut me off before I say Hellblazer. No, it's already been said. Uh, that, that doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count. Juan <laughs> sang it I earlier. Sang it, for you. it doesn't count. Oh, okay. He performed an opera for you. We <laughs> suffered so that you could you could have it in Constantine there. Constantine would never sit through an opera. No, he never would. Uh, but we mocked the Star no, Wars universe. I think enough. he likes Sweeney Todd, though. He might. Probably. Right. We we mocked Star Wars universe enough by having Michelle call in, who was a member of the Five O First, and uh, you know, yeah. didn't get to march in the Rose Bowl this week. So thanks for calling, Michelle. I think stormtroopers are racist. Well, they are all white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Really? Like no hammerheads, stormtroopers? You, you, <laughs> no Jabba the Hutt stormtroopers? They're all clones. The implication was that they were all now... They're all still clones? They're all fets. Maybe they're all Maybe they're all like a volunteer but They're all still afterwards. clones? The clone vets were destroyed. Well. Wow. It's <laughs> I, I hear a gauntlet being thrown down. This looks like a job for Wikipedia, (laughs) which we don't have access to here because we don't have wireless. Dude, we don't even have a sign. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whose fault is that? All right. So, thank you. Stop throwing at me. Lady and gentlemen who have listened. (laughs) No, actually, someone someone came in today, and we were talking about Civil War, and I I said, yeah, you know, on the podcast, we've been talking about Civil War, like, every episode, and he says... You guys do a podcast? I said, yeah, it's on on the website. And he goes, okay, I'll go there and check it out. So maybe we, we've gotten a new listener. No, maybe three, four listeners. That's great. Do we have a contest for next week? Do we have anything? Yeah. Lined well, up? we know it will be in here Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll say again Wednesday on what day? Would, what I, I think we need we need to improve our phone technology. Uh, we take phone. Yeah, calls. we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Try a speakerphone. Something. Wait, did Michelle say the code word? The code word? Yes, no, actually, dude. I, I, was I, did, I said I answered the phone. I said Fanboy Planet, and all I get was. Rosebud. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fantastic. He was coherent enough to say Rosebud. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. He, you know, um, he, he did sound really sick when I was talking to him yesterday, and I hope he does yeah. get better. Yeah. Uh, well, we get are, better, buddy. Get better, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. He's, he's, he is doing better, and, it, and it, it's better than it was, but, you know, it's going to take a little while. He's got a little... So the code word for next week is shoebox. 
shoebox. Shoebox. A shoe small box, little corner of Hallmark. Yes. And we, well, was, I, I do want to thank uh, thank Tina from the Tina's Hallmark that closed uh, last weekend no. for giving us the shiny oh, yeah, new she counter. listens to your podcast. She might. Really? Yeah. Silly. She really? might. No, she no, might not. So she might. You're kidding me. Her sister, <laughs> actually, you had, me, you had me for a minute there. <laughs> really? God, I'm so gullible. My wife listens, and therefore I'm going to make the shit. Tina Shadowins. Uh, you know, that is a slick-looking counter, by the way. Who, and she donated the uh, counter to FanboyPlanet.com. So we're getting slicker. Your wife had a cut on her finger. For those of you that haven't come to the store, come to check out the new if counter. If nothing else, the new we've got shiny new counter space. <laughs> okay, so there we go. Once again, uh, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. If you have any comments or criticisms, we welcome them at Editor at FanboyPlanet.com. You can go on to the Fanboy Planet forums. Please do not, do not spam for Viagra. We're all quite happy with our prowess as it is. Uh, strong we, like I've bull. Gone, I've gone all day without having an We are strong like bull. <laughs> I, had to, I was trying to talk over him because I knew yeah, exactly where he was going. That was Andy Mead, who uh, we like to call... Who's very healthy. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Flaccid. And <laughs> that was Lon Lopez from MoronLife.com. And Rick Bretschneider, our it's sound engineer commentator. <laughs> I'll tell you the backstory of that later, Rick. <laughs> and there we go, off air. And so, thanks for listening, and remember, <laughs> use your powers only for good. And we'd like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. I know, but yeah. you, you're so loud. You're loud. <laughs> I'm not loud. You're not. <laughs> you're the loudest. Use your powers only for good. No.